Hi all, this is RV Empath and this is the first official Sunday podcast, The Light. Welcome. Live light, travel light, spread the light, be the light. So I want to start off with an apology because my last official daily podcast that I did for a year, Monday through Friday, I uploaded a podcast uh, regularly. My last one was supposed to be last Friday, March 12th. Interestingly enough, I started the podcast on March 11th of 2021, which was my 50th birthday. So it seems kind of fitting in its own way that the last podcast that I did of that kind, the, the daily, Monday through Friday, ended up being my birthday, my 51st birthday. And I ended up not uploading a podcast episode on the, that following day. That is how it was meant to go down, peeps. And um, so I want to start out this new podcast by talking about a very sensitive subject. And it could be potentially triggering for people. I hope not. Um, that is not my intention. It, my intention is to heal and, and to help others heal as much as possible. But on Friday, I, I did hear of an acquaintance of mine, of a very dear man had um, died. And unfortunately, it was by suicide. It turns out that he was in a lot of physical chronic pain. And um, it was uh, difficult to, to diagnose, apparently. And there are reasons. See, this is the thing. It, it's an extremely painful subject. And it's heartbreaking on many, many levels. And it truly affected me to a degree that I did not anticipate. I mean, it's always a sad thing um, when one encounters this. But... I, I mean, I, w I really, and I still am affected. I'm actually surprised that uh, I'm able to keep my emotions in check right now because it's, it's particularly painful when um, someone was clearly just such a, a great person, um, a quality individual, um, very friendly and, you know, talented and um, so what is my point? My point is, I just, I, I think it's so important for us to endure, to keep trying to find the way through, find the, the way out of the tunnel. Um, because, oh, I was going to say something and I lost it. 
um, because we're worth it. And again, I was kind of reminded, we have no idea how much we can influence another's life and how much we currently have influenced someone because I, I did not overly uh, know, I was not overly, overly close to this person, at least not outwardly or not in any way that I would have even guessed. But his loss is like, you know, hit me like a ton of bricks. And um, so that can happen. Other people feel us like we make a positive difference to other people's lives in ways that we don't even know in ways they don't even know. So um, there is a chance he could have possibly gotten some kind of um, uh, terminal diagnosis. uh, And that led to his decision. But I don't know. Um, Either way, it's just I want to encourage people to to keep trying to find solutions. Chronic pain is very, very difficult. Um, But so is emotional pain for that matter. I was trying to compare and think of what is worse. I mean, there are all levels, right? Emotional pain, spiritual pain, physical, and um, like mental. I think emotional plays into the mental, right? And same with the spiritual. So emotional, spiritual, and mental pain kind of all can overlap. But physical pain is its own thing. And it can be very difficult. Very, very difficult. So it's no small thing. (sighs) So, but things can happen. Solutions can be found. I have gone through some serious health issues and scares in my life as well. And some things were never diagnosed. One thing was never diagnosed. um, That used to call me like cause me a lot of anxiety, this pain that I had. But it, you know, it, it went away. (laughs) Sometimes that happens. Sometimes we can, you know, there are cycles to things in our lives. Sometimes we can heal over time, you know, we got to stay open. And so I hope it's okay that I talked about this. I started out this podcast um, talking about such a touchy subject, which is grief. I mean, it's grief of losing someone who is important for whatever reason, whether friend, family, mentor, um, someone we admired and looked up to it can be quite a quite a blow and for many reasons people are are grieving um lost loved ones right now so I do believe that love endures I do believe that we have guardian angels on the other side who help to guide us and I believe that there is a rhyme and reason to things that we cannot possibly conceive of. 
but it's there. Um, I know that this kind man's passing has inspired me to be a better person myself. I am inspired in a way that I wasn't before to help the community, to uh, volunteer with the causes that were most dear to him. And so it's love is being passed on, you know, like love endures. Um, and that's just one positive outcome that can come from loss. But grieving definitely, everyone grieves differently. Be gentle uh, with yourself when going through the process. Connect with God, universal energy, God being shorthand for good. Very, very important for highly sensitive people, for everyone, but particularly highly sensitives. And uh, and heal. Okay, so with that, I'm going to move on to the astrology, looking out over the week. Today is March 14th. We had Venus conjunct Neptune. That's a beautiful energy, very dreamy. And um, that is in the sign of Pisces, very spiritual. A lot of healing available as well. We had the Sun quintile Mars. The Sun is currently in Pisces and Mars is in the sign of Gemini. So there could be some sort of um, inner talent or genius that we can, once we're conscious of it, we can actually utilize that to move forward in our goals because uh, nothing epitomizes goals as much as the sun and Mars. <laughs> so think about how you want to communicate or what you want to learn in terms of moving forward. We have Mercury moving into Pisces on the 15th. That is tomorrow, Monday. So again, very spiritual, closing out energetic karmic cycles. Um, there is still a lot of energy with Aquarius as well as Pisces. And they're all kind of influencing or merging overlapping with each other because there is a semi sextile aspect and that is a smaller positive aspect in which we can use our natural skills and talents or learned skills and natural talents rather so just make sure you are conscious of that because if you're not even aware that it's going on it's hard to make good use of it hmm? all right I am I'm not highlighting all of the aspects just the ones that really jump out at me so on Tuesday March 16th we have the Sun sextile Pluto the Sun again is in Pisces and Pluto is in Capricorn remember all that Capricorn energy that we were working on throughout the year of 2020 oh my gosh so Pluto is transformation 
shadow side stuff, uh, power, control, manipulation, the phoenix rising from the ashes, and uh, shared resources, intimacy. That is all there as we work out Capricorn issues such as work, our work ethic, who we are in the world, our long-term goals and career goals, and relationship to authority, large and small. So, um, let's see. Let me get back to... So the Sun sextile Pluto is a great positive aspect. Again, sextiles have to do with skills. And there's opportunity there. So... Uh, Look it up, Google it, read more about it. Again, it's the Sun sextile Pluto. And that is happening on the 16th. Now on the 17th, the strongest aspect that is happening is the Mar Mars is sextile Chiron. Mars, again, is in Gemini. That very much is what you're learning, how you're communicating how you think and Mars is uh, passion proactive energy uh, moving toward goals it can be aggression but we try to rein that in right and heal it I mean aggression and anger they are um, useful in certain situations but it's to give us information about what we want to change and then how we change it is hopefully coming from a more calm and balanced place. Ah, calm and balanced. So we can get there by doing certain things every day, breathing, clearing the mind, exercising, um, connecting with God, universal energy. All of that is super important to do on the daily so that we're de-stressing and we're um, able to heal. So healing, that's what Chiron is all about. And Chiron is actually about healing anger and rage. So the fact that Mars is sextile Chiron, because Mars can be anger and rage, there's a lot of opportunity there. Uh, Chiron is in Aries. Mars rules Aries. So again, there's lots of positive connections happening there. But it's hard to heal stuff if we are not consciously setting an intention to do it. So keep that in mind and do so. This is, again, going to be exact on the 17th, um, which is that Wednesday already? Do, do, do. Yeah. So on the 18th, which is this Thursday, March 18th, we have... Mars semi-sextile Uranus, Venus sextile Pluto, and Venus quintile Mars. Ooh, okay, so there's a lot of energy going on there with Venus, Mars, and Pluto. And we have a dash of Uranus, which is the unexpected. Uranus is lightning bolt moments, epiphanies, sudden change. Hello. It's in the sign of Taurus which is about finances, our values, our morals, our self-worth, beautiful things. So um, be conscious of that. And then 
we have positive aspects happening between Venus, love, social graces, harmony, money, uh, transformation, Pluto, Mars, goals. So work it, work it, work it. And Venus is in Pisces. Mars again is in Gemini. Pluto's in Capricorn. So this is spirituality, intuition, subconscious healing. Gemini is uh, communication, education, what you're learning, what you're thinking about. Capricorn, hard work, long-term goals, who you are. This is big stuff. Pluto, overcoming um, pain, healing, transformation. Gosh. All right, work it. So, the 19th is free of any exact aspects. But let's see what's going on, like with the moon. Um, it is in the sign of Gemini that day, and it will be exact Mars. So, on the 19th, which is Friday, it forms a little trine. You ha we have a... Um, so we have the Mars we planet. I don't know why I keep saying the Mars, but we have Mars conjunct the moon and they are in close contact with. So they are basically conjunct with the North Node all in Gemini. So Gemini is lit up and the North Node can be guidances and information and signs about our life paths. Now that is trying to Saturn in Aquarius and Saturn is again hard work overcoming obstacles our work ethic blah -de blah 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 so trines are positive easy flowing energies now both Saturn and Mars moon north node they are each sextile to um, uh, Chiron in Aries and yeah Chiron and Aries okay wow so um healing 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 with the moon in there too the moon is deep emotions um our inner sense of self inner security our home and family like inner and outer I mean really important stuff to have a healthy foundation there and there is healing to be had peeps so hey basically all I did for a year for my podcast was to say heal keep on working it focus on the self and everything else will work out and that has not changed so there's a lot of opportunity a lot of supportive energy that specifically refers to healing. There's a lot going on with Chiron over the next week and Pluto. And it's all mixed up with Venus, which is very positive and loving. And Mars. So um, it's, it's very, very good. There's a lot of good energy there. I just want to emphasize that again for you. 
and that is the 19th which is Friday now next weekend on the 20th we have the Sun moving into Aries happy birthday Aries and that means we will be feeling you know very energetic when it comes to moving toward goals it's a good thing it's we could all use a little energy I think and um, Mars rules Aries and the day before or two days before on Thursday remember there's a Venus quintile Mars aspect <laughs> happening as well so again there's there's good healing energy to be had Jupiter is also coming into play on on Saturday the 20th semi sextile Neptune Jupiter is in Aquarius Jupiter is the good luck planet great benefic expander Neptune is uh, our dreams spirituality it can be very creative very emotional that's in Pisces and Neptune rules Pisces so there is um, again potential for healing all I do is see healing I see healing everywhere <laughs> so work it peeps I want it for all of us I do um, the 21st which is next Sunday we have Venus moving into the sign of Aries as well and that gives us the extra energy to um, to really you know work on our relationships in the best way we can focus on being our best selves and really healing our self-worth because life doesn't get any better unless we think we deserve it so and there's a lot of stuff we could do in terms of healing our self-worth there are things that we are not even conscious of that hold us back in terms of our self-worth so think about that um, and try to you know give yourself a boost there is something very interesting uh, online called um, um, power poses and I used to do this quite a lot a few years ago it's there's a TED talk by uh, a woman named named um, something Cuddy I think C-U-D-D-Y and if you put your hands on your hips for a full two minutes you uh, your body releases these confidence chemicals I, I think maybe like a little testosterone and I don't know what else but it can really give you the extra boost that you need when um, you're you know having to do something that you feel a little nervous about or you know say you're doing something new or you're going for an interview or whatever the case may be there are different power poses you can do with your arms that help indeed so look that up hopefully that's helpful for you to get through the week now um, that's it for now peeps I hope that was helpful for you that gets us through to next Sunday and I am going to move to the guidance card portion of the podcast now <laughs> all right so I've done something a little different 
I have several different oracle decks here that I'll be using, perhaps. I don't know if I'll be using them all, but they're here if, if I'm so-called. I have pre-shuffled and blessed and grounded them. So usually in my old podcast, I would take a moment and I would be quiet and I would shuffle and ground the cards and energy for the highest good for all, most benevolent outcome for all. I have already done that, peeps. So in the shuffling, I uh, was shuffling the Osho Zen Tarot and one card started, you know, peeking out and <laughs> saying, look at me, look at me. And it was the nine of pentacles, ripeness. So this is going to be the overall theme of the reading, I think. Nine of Pentacles is um, individual abundance and prosperity and sovereignty. It's feeling really, really good within and feeling very abundant and blessed, even if it's not financial yet. But it does, it does point to financial success. Um, in the Osho Zen, it features a, a ripe apple or plum, like falling off the tree. So it, it reminds us of organic divine timing of things. And it features a beautiful sunrise or sunset. And uh, there's outer space and the moon as well. So um, that is uh, health and vitality and the moon in outer space is always spirituality and um, divine guidance. So, uh, you know, really being healthy and healed and whole within the self is, is a beautiful thing that we all endeavor to do and to be always. Hmm? All right. And then all, um, when I was also shuffling the Osho Zen Tarot, during one of the shuffles I saw on the bottom of the right half of the deck was Ten of Cups, Healing, and the bottom of the left half was King of Pentacles, Abundance. Hmm, so Healing Abundance. Maybe that's something you'll be working on this week. It's all about healing, right? So what better thing to heal than our relationship to money <laughs> and, and how we experience abundance in our own life. Remember, I think it's super important to define it in a way that doesn't just include financial um, because there is abundance and prosperity on all levels. And it's, I think it's really important to really feel it on the inner in ways that are uh, like other than money to um, appreciate the financial abundance when it does come in. And with that, we will start. So I will start with the Osho Zen Tarot as usual. And then I will let you know what other decks I choose to use. Okay. Now, I'm going to do a spread for the week. Um, the first card is the overall issue. Okay, so we'll do that now. Overall thing to be conscious. Oh, right. <laughs> Ooh. So the overall issue or thing to be conscious of this for this next week is the three of cups celebration. And I want you to know 
even though these podcasts are dated, I do think it's important that um, if they can be listened to at any time. So there will be pertinent information for whatever situation you're dealing with in your life. So feel free to always listen to whatever podcast you feel drawn to at any time. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so what to be aware of? Three of Cups, celebrating, being social, dancing in the rain. Three of Cups is very, very happy card. Are we all celebrating enough? I'm not really sure. But it's important to celebrate safely. We're still very much in a worldwide pandemic. And we're not quite through it yet. And I'm seeing all kinds of um, articles. That, you know, people are concerned be because there's spring break going on in Florida. And no one's wearing masks, etc., etc. Et so... That is something to consider. You know, how are we celebrating? Is it in the best, you know, and is it in the best and healthiest way for all concerned, including ourselves? All right. So the next card is um, element that you are not aware of. Element to which... Listeners can't see. Element of which listeners are not aware when it comes to Three of Cups. <laughs> Patience. Okay, here we go. Let's see what flipped out. Ace of Cups going with the flow. Oh my gosh. Okay, Ace of Cups is the bees knees shoes and socks wow ace of cups is the be all end all um beautiful emotions love uh, rainbows and unicorns butterflies sunshine birds singing it's beautiful so a cup overfloweth blessings galore aces are always blessings too and um, new beginnings. So this Osho Zen card is titled Going with the Flow and it features a figure floating very relaxed in uh, water, like water imagery. So it's like blue and green waves. It's very soothing, very healing. All right, okay, so the next card is element of the uh, issue or situation that we are aware of. <laughs> element that we that we know um, when it comes to Three of Cups celebration. Element of it that we are aware of. Oh, my gosh, it's way too many. Okay, I'm going to go with the one card that is turned up. All the others, I, I can't see what they are. They did a whole bunch did fall out, but I'm sure it was picked up even with the mic. But I will go with this one card. It is the Queen of Cups, Receptivity. Wow, look at all these cups. 
peeps and very healing, very positive and celebratory. Now, on this Queen of Cups card, it features a woman, a woman's body, and there is a lotus plant like growing up her spine. So it's very kundalini energy. It's very like chakras aligned. And then the lotus is basically blooming where the throat, th excuse me, the throat chakra is. <laughs> Interestingly enough, I have a hard time saying that. So that speaks of us speaking our voices. Are we speaking up where we are feeling called? Blue is also the color of that chakra, the fifth chakra. So very healing. There is just, you know, healing light and lots of blue and white and water and sparkles and lotus and green. Oh, my word. And green is um, very, very healing energy for the heart chakra as well. So, but mostly it's blue. I mean, the color blue is in this blue and green. I have to say each card has blue and green on it. Um, because in the first card, the Three of, of Cups, it features three beautiful ladies dancing in the rain with flowers in their hair. And there is, not only are they splashing in puddles, but there is plant life, like a tree, beautiful bushes around them and the tree blowing in the wind. So there's, there's green colors um, on each of these cards. Okay, well, wow. I'm kind of babbling now, so let's move on. Um, wow, okay. Now, the next is... Um, wow, okay, hold on. <laughs> All right. Along with that, because there was a card sitting here by itself, I flipped it over. It's the Hanged Man, New Vision. So this is a card where we're in limbo for a while. Um, it is almost a hermit-like state where we, um, you know, sometimes mull over something and think about it. And for however long, we come out of this limbo state with a new epiphany. The hanged man is very much about moving forward with a new enlightened idea. It is new energy. Um, the phoenix rising it has a lot of gorgeous on this card it features um, it there is a person who's rising from the ground and there are like wings being formed okay so we are all preparing to you know fly <laughs> in our new lives take flight in some way shape or form so those two cards are together. This is what we're aware of. Queen of Cups, receptivity, and the hanged man, new vision. Now I do have to point out, receptivity, new vision, receive a new vision, receive that new knowing of how you wanna, want to move forward in life. All right. Um, so the next card is what is needed for resolution? What is needed for resolution with the Three of Cups? 
celebration. Perhaps we're not celebrating enough. However that relates to your life individually, we will all know what that is. So what is needed for resolution? Of the celebration Three of Cups energy. Remember the, um, the element to that that we are not aware of, Ace of Cups going with the flow. So maybe it's, it's a necessary element to reach the Ace of Cups because we're not aware, you know, we're not aware of the Ace of Cups. Um, what we are aware of is the Queen of Cups, very healing, being able to receive. It's very nurturing and new vision. Hanged man. So maybe we need to move into more Queen of Cups energy. Maybe we need to um, put our new visions into effect to get us closer to the Three of Cups celebration energy. All right, what is necessary for resolution? <laughs> Patience. <laughs> do, do, do. I'm still, I'm shuffling. Nothing's coming out yet. Do, do, do. Do, do, do. What is needed for resolution? Please flip the cards out entirely. Ooh, okay. We have the the devil card conditioning. We have the empress creativity and we have the ace of pentacles maturity. Wow. Now what's amazing about the Empress card and the Ace of Pentacles is how similar they are to each other. I oftentimes get them mixed up. They each have beautiful rainbow uh, colors, uh, plants, flowers, water, blooming. The Empress has stars in her hair and she's reaching for the moon. It is gorgeous gorgeous lovely imagery talk about prosperity and abundance and new beginnings not only is the empress that but the ace another ace new beginnings divine uh, guidance love um, so creativity and maturity okay now we have the conditioning card which is the devil and remember how I interpret this card has to do with in what ways we hold ourselves back in terms of addictions, self-sabotage, codependency, toxic relationships. We all have all of that, all of it at any given time in our life. Um, the more we start to heal ourselves and get calm and balanced within, the more that kind of tends to fall away, work itself out, that kind of thing. Because we don't we don't put up with um, that kind of energy. It doesn't connect with us anymore. So remember, remember this card features a lion who is trying to get by as a lamb because I, I guess he thinks he's a lamb. All the lambs around him are very content and happy looking and he looks miserable and he has a lamb strapped to him <laughs> to his back and to his front legs and his legs are bound together. So it's very hard for him to move. So um, think about ways that we, you know, try to hide in the crowd or 
ways that we don't let ourselves express ourselves as we would like. But again, it has to do with anything related to um, outworn beliefs, self-sabotaging things, and um, toxic relationships, okay? And only we can identify that for ourselves. So um, again, that was what is needed for resolution. So that is needed to get us into this Three of Cups energy. A little maturity, a little creativity, and um, um, confronting the way that we allow ourselves to be conditioned. Okay, the final card is Resolution, the Understanding. So it gives us more insight into those three cards. Resolution, the Understanding. Ooh, King of Swords, Control. Well, there you go. King of Swords is not allowing emotions to run amok. It's being, being very clear. Talk about clarity. And um, in control as much as one can be. And that's really controlling how we react to things. So making sure that we get as balanced and calm as possible before we uh, make choices and move forward and respond. Um, so, wow. Resolution, the understanding, King of Swords. So... I'm now going to see what the other decks have to say, if anything. Um, bottom of the deck, wow, we have Nine of Wands, Exhaustion. This is the Do Not Give Up card. Keep going. Three of Swords, Isolation. This is Grief and Heartache. Um, there are tears being shed. And this person is melting the ice that they are encased in. So, plus exhaustion and isolation. I mean, we could all be dealing with both those, both of those things just by their name alone. <laughs> right? So, both of these cards are hard. But keep going. And the next card is Page of Pentacles, Adventure adventure. It is the little child walking into the rainbow light. Um, very beautiful energy and it's youthful. It's inspired. It's um, almost a childlike wonder. And it could be a new idea you have when it comes to home and health and, and uh, finances. And, and underneath that is the star. Silence. Meditation, blessings, look for the blessings, wishes granted, heal, healing, um, divine guidance. It's beautiful. It's my favorite card in the deck. And um, eight of pentacles, ordinariness. This is hard work, dedication. Two of pentacles, moment to moment. This is how we live our days. So eight of wands, traveling. I could go on and on. So Eight of Wands is fast communication. So we could be, you know, we could um, deal with some sort of new way of thinking and being as we 
that affects how we choose to live our days, what we choose to focus on and dedicate ourselves to um, as we focus on clearing our minds and healing as well and keeping a youthful exuberance as we heal uh, whatever that means as we thaw our icy hearts as we cry as we rest for the nine of wands as we sleep very important all right that was just the underlying of the Osho Zen deck let's see all right, I'm now going to use, um, okay, I'm going to use the angel cards. I'm going to pull some angel cards. So, or maybe just one, we'll see. But an overall card to sum up, again, this reading. I have two, three. The first card purification very interesting um, so purification hmm think of ways this just reminds me of getting clear again um, it reminds me of, of clear water and on the card the cards are very tiny but it features an angel I believe there's rain around them or golden actually the, it looks like the golden tears from the three of swords isolation card um, so wow that's very very interesting but when you think about that the golden tears are melting the ice and then it's pure it's like a purifying right so think about how um, think about purifying and cleaning out the thoughts in the mind, um, how you can, you know, drink really fresh water, add some lemon to it. Um, uh, think about uh, adding something new to the diet, like there, there could be some sort of new um, vitamin or, you know, something. There could be like mineral drops that you can add to your diet but whatever this means to you right how how to get more clean and clear so let's see what the others are too because I can't see yet birth ooh very interesting this features an angel holding a little baby with a a blanket birth well we're going through a time of rebirth we are, um, uh, many people are experiencing a birth in their family as well, or giving birth, having a young one, bringing a new life into the world. Wow. So think again about the concept of um, death and rebirth in our own lives, because that is very Pluto that is very like Scorpio and Pluto I remember is is being emphasized over the next week so so um, and think about how we're moving forward in new ways giving birth to new ways of being 
as we live our best lives and live our best selves. And the third one is surrender. Very, very interesting. Surrender. Hmm. Okay, I hope that was helpful. <laughs> so let's see if there's any other cards. No, I think that's it for today. Um, as I continue with these podcasts, I may be adding, you know, new and different um, cards to um, to give more uh, texture, more definition, more description to the ideas that are presented through the readings. So I may use different decks as we move forward. But this is all I'm feeling right now. I think I think this is a good time to end this first Sunday podcast called The Light. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope this was helpful to you. I think it was. And um, as always, I send you, well, before I do my my sign off I do want to thank you I do want to wish you well over the next week listen to this as many times as you feel free um, and keep on keeping on I'm proud of you keep on healing and work the subconscious remember prayer of uh, Hawaiian prayer of forgiveness Ho'oponopono and stay tuned for more another episode will be out next Sunday. As always, I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Thanks so much. Mwah.